What's up, guys? It's the one and only Tone Motivates. How y'all feeling out there? Motives. I am feeling great as always. Y'all already know. So I want to know how y'all been. Right in. Let me know. So in the words of the great Oprah Winfrey, she says to turn your wounds into wisdom. And I thought that was perfect for the name of today's episode, which is the clap back. Are you a leader or follower? So I genuinely want to know this, guys, because a lot of people say that they're leaders and all this stuff. And I simply personally don't think that everybody is made to be a leader. It's just like if you're working at a job, right? And you want to be a supervisor, a manager, whatever the case may be. If everyone wanted to be a supervisor, manager, all of those things, then nobody would be able to move up in the company. So I said that to say, there is nothing for us to lead as leaders if we do not have followers. So in some instances, it does not it does not matter or it's not that big of a deal if you are a follower. I look to my mentors. So I would say that I'm a follower in that right because I look to them for their wisdom and all of that stuff. Whereas I take that information, I make it my own and then I bring it to my followers. You know what I mean? So you could easily be a leader and a follower. When it comes to what's right and standing up for people and stuff like that, I'm leader through and through. I ain't following nothing. You're not just going to do something to somebody in front of me and I'm not going to say something, especially if they can't defend themselves. I'll defend them for them. Okay. So I definitely was kind of like that vigilante, I guess you would say in school. You're not going to pick on nobody around me. You ain't going to pick on me. And that's just what it was. And pretty much us knowing that even though someone wishes us harm, we wish them well, brings all kind of great abundant energy, blessings, and all of that stuff to you. You heard me, right? It does, you know? So if you have haters and people that, you know, throw you under the bus and all that extra stuff, wish them well. Don't stoop to their level just to make a point. Because a lot of the times you're not, you know, you're hurting yourself more than helping yourself because you done lowered yourself to their vibration to meet them where they're at. And sometimes that is not the thing. I'm becoming a firm believer of a lot of times people don't need a response or to know how you felt about the situation or to ask questions of why they did this to you. They know exactly what the hell they did. And a lot of times saying nothing means more than saying anything. So I'm real big on that. Also big on being open to the unknown and what it means to agree to disagree. I believe that this goes into the whole open mindset and growth mindset, fixed mindset, all of that. So, you know, if I don't know something about something, I'm not just going to sit here and argue with someone that obviously knows more than I do. This would be a situation where I, f I would say that I was a leader. I'm sorry, I was a follower and they were a leader because... They were able to teach me something and I look forward to learning something new every day. So I would love to see what you think about that as well, motives. Now, this goes 
without saying that knowing when to choose your battles within yourself and knowing when to, you know, fight those battles, not fight those battles, all of that stuff. You have to know when to choose those battles. Sometimes you have to succumb to your ego to feed your spirit. And a lot of the times it's our ego that holds us back from a lot of things. I know for me, it's something that I'm still fighting over. And I heard that it's horrible and very scary, but I cannot wait for my ego death. Because I know that still, even with all that I've done, it kind of holds me back in certain ways because, you know, I'm still attached to that ego in some way. So do you go along with the flow of things or standing up for yourself? This goes back to what I was saying. Like, you're not going to sit here and do this. And I'm just going to sit here and look at you. If I feel as though it's wrong, we could talk about it. You know, I would love to know a person's logic behind or reasoning behind why they did something or whatever. It doesn't mean that I'm going to agree, but it's like, all right, well, this is the reason why you did that. I, I could kind of get it. Don't do that shit again, you know, and all of that stuff. And a lot of the times it has everything to do with what we have set as far as what we expect from other people. So how many of us have not told no, told people our boundaries, what they are able to do, what they are not able to do and all of that stuff. So it's perfect example is when people say, oh, you know, she changed. She don't do this. She don't do that no more. Da, 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 da. Sometimes we have to accept that those people are right. We did change. You know, they're simply holding on to the outline of the old and they don't realize that we have changed, but you have. So whether they say I changed, I'm acting funny, whatever the case may be, however they want to word it, you're right. And if that relationship is important to me, okay, I, you know, feed it, nourish it a little bit. But if it's not, pretty much you could think whatever the hell you want. It's not paying my bills or giving me experiences in life. You dig? So, you know, if you're unable to stand up for yourself, you will fall for anything. You know, and I feel like a lot of times, you know, when people have special places in our heart, we allow them to do things that we know we go home later and it bothers us. Like, damn, why did I let this person do this? Why did I let this person do that? And that's what I mean by the name of this episode this week with the clapback, you know, because sometimes it's as simple as saying, pause, this is what we are not going to do, you know, you know, if you have another idea, some way y'all can meet halfway then fine. But people don't know how to treat you. They're going to treat you however they feel like it. And if you allow it, then they've become accustomed to treating you this certain way. And then eventually when you pop or explode or your cup runneth over, they're looking at you like you're crazy because they're like, what the hell is wrong with her? But this bothered you the whole time. And this goes for relationships and all that stuff too. You know, as a woman, you love to communicate and stuff like that. But with you with this man six months down the road and you spazzing on him because he doesn't understand. But you never made it a point that communication was huge for you, you know? So yes, you're changing to this man. He asking, you know, he's wondering what's up now when y'all been good all this time, when this small thing has been in at you all this time, when you could have simply told him what your expectations was as far as communication. And he would have had the choice whether to step up or step off, you know, just little stuff like that. Now this goes into, you know, if a person thinks they can walk all over you, you know, they think you have low self-esteem or, you know, some kind of insecurity that they can pry on. And sometimes, you know, that's not it. People just walk over whoever they want to walk over. But in certain circumstances, they look at you as prey. You know, they're plotting on you because they know that you seem as though you have some kind of insecurities, low self-esteem, stuff like that. 
Now, granted, as humans, a lot of us have low self-esteem or not low self-esteem, but it's insecurities, I should say, things that we want to work on, things we wish we could change and all of that. And I'm the first to say, don't sit here and beat yourself up if you're a man and you five, six, you know, if you're a woman and you're not that bodacious. At the end of the day, these are God-given things that we came here with. It's nothing that we can do about certain things. Now, with the bodacious part, you could go and get a BBL, all that crap. But, you know, a man's stature, he can't do nothing about that. But I have seen some, quote-unquote, smaller men that literally walk around like giants. Like, you could just tell by the energy. Like, you want to respect that man regardless of whether he was 4'11 or 6'11 because that's how he carries himself. And a lot of times... We're not just born with that confidence. You got to fake it until you make it. You got to build yourself up to that point. You know, even with me, you know, I was heavy most of my life, you know, and I still got the type of men that I wanted. I still did whatever I wanted to do. Did not weight hold me back because other than, you know, being heavy and overweight, I was a pretty healthy person. Wasn't on any medications or anything like that, but I had gestational diabetes with my son. And that meant that I would have a 50-50 chance of developing it later on in life. And if you guys don't know, some of my background is in dialysis and end-stage renal disease. And the main two causes of end-stage renal disease is diabetes and high blood pressure. So it's like, all right, my God, I'm going to go from, you know, working in this field to possibly being a patient. And it was a no for me, you know. So I went and I had weight loss surgery. I lost about 120 pounds. And yes, I do look great, but I always felt like I looked this way. I'm not going to say that I had insecurities, you know, I did as a human, but at the end of the day, when I walked out that damn door, I'm exuding all of the confidence. So it's like a lot of uh, old men in my life or old people in my life that's, let's say like big girls or whatever the case may be, they don't get why I did it. You look fine. You look fine. Why did you do that? Like you look great now, but I think you were fine how you were. And it's like, were you going to take care of my kid if I died? Were you going to be there with me? Were you going to support me wanting to, you know, continue with my family and grow my family and stuff like that? And I am unhealthy or possibly develop this diabetes again? No. And, you know, I guess it kind of baffles me a little bit ego again. Right. Because I'm like, well, I always, always exuded this confidence. So regardless of whether you what you thought I look like physically, I literally felt that inside. So the feeling of how I felt did not change. It might have magnified a little bit, maybe one or two points, but always had a big head, always walked in the room and demand attention, always been the life of the party, always been all of these things, whether I was 280 or 180. So it's just crazy to me why people look at it and then really want to ask me these questions instead of thinking maybe she wanted to get healthier. You know, I didn't go to DR and get a BBL and just come back low. No, I actually recorded parts of my journey and all of that. I was very open with it because a lot of people are ashamed to say it. You know, they go to that journey in private and don't let anyone know what they went through. Bump that. I'm going to let the world know. If I can help other women that went through that weight loss surgery get through it and the stigmas with it. Oh, you didn't do it naturally. Da, 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 da. Baby, weight loss surgery is serious. Serious. You start from water, drinking water. Like you start from an infant and work your way back up to eating regular foods. This ain't no couple weeks. This is months, months and months until you can even eat solid food food 
So besides physically just dropping the weight, you have to be prepared mentally. Because if you ain't prepared mentally, it would literally eat you up and spit you out because mentally you're going to still try to eat this food, but your body is going to reject it. You know, so I really commend people that did decide to go on that weight loss journey because most of the time they mentally had to be secure in what they were going to do. This is not me going to the gym for a year and losing weight and then saying bump it and pizzas for the following year and not working out and then gaining that weight back up. I have to maintain this regimen of vitamins and all this extra stuff for the rest of my life because since my stomach is the size of a banana... My body doesn't absorb nutrients like it normally would, you know? So again, people are looking on the from the inside in thinking they know what the situation is and they don't. And a lot of times I don't mind if people are curious. You know, I'm an open book. Ask me what you want to ask me. But a lot of times people just need to mind their damn business, you know? <laughs> My business. We in different lanes. We doing different things, you know? But, you know, going back to that, like, I know what I'm worth. I know what I am, all of that. And sometimes you do have to fake it till you make it. I'm not going to sit here in front like I wasn't an insecure girl, wasn't a tomboy, always wore hoodies and jeans and boots and stuff like that. I didn't deal with any guys in my high school, stuff like that. But I, by the time I got out of high school, like that first or second year, I was completely in my tone energy, okay? Like, it doesn't matter if I was a dark-skinned girl, if I was a heavy girl. They looking. And even if you think that person wasn't into bigger women, I'm going to be his first. I promise you that. Ask about me, you know, but you attract what you think. So since I knew that I was the ish, I attracted people, you know, according to that, you know. So, you know, people might have looked like, oh, well, why? how she get that guy? Or how? Because of my insides, baby, because of what is inside that I glow from the inside. They saw something in me that other people refused to see because of how I looked on the outside. When at the end of the day, we're like Sheik Luched, we're going to be older, way longer than we're going to be younger. These looks is fading fast, baby. Are you going to be want to be around this person when your sexual organs aren't working, when you're all wrinkly and saggy and stuff like that? Could you still ha ha and kiki? Is that still your friend or are you going to be miserable in, in the golden years? Because I want my companion to be my best friend through and through. So even when they mad at me, I want them to be able to come and talk to me about it. You know what I mean? And there are people out there like that. You know, you just have to know that. And how can you attract wellness, abundance, prosperity, love, light and healing and you not eating right, exercising and got toxic people around you? I'm not preaching because I'm still detoxing folks, foods and bad habits. I'm just the messenger. You know what I mean? So if you on your spiritual journey and, you know, you just going to go vegan one day, you're putting good food on top of bad food or you, you're putting garbage on top of you know good stuff on top of garbage. You have to detox and clean, you know, yourself and remove those impurities before you start to nourish it with the right things, right? So how can you try to elevate and get to know different people of different backgrounds and try to get away from the quote-unquote toxic people around you when you're still keeping those toxic people around you? And I know this from experience because a few of my friends wonder why friends with certain people still. And I believe that it's the reason why I'm still in their life. It's a lesson to be learned. You know, and at the end of the day, it's still up to you. You get the last word. Everybody has free will. But if you start taking mental notes 
of what's around you that could be better, do better, what you can go without, I'm sure that you would see that it's not that hard. And you don't have to just cut off all five of your friends, you know, but that most toxic one that's always beefing with you and always got a problem and always expect you to do this and then do that and that. Nope, cut them all. Bye. What are they bringing into your life? Are they going to speak well about you in rooms that you're not in? Or are they going to kick you back in? Are they around you just to bring that negative energy or what you can bring to them? Are you able, is it a give and take? Are you able to rely on them like they rely on you? And this goes back to my prior episode of Friends. How many of us have that friends? I believe Friends is episode 10, maybe? So you can check that out as well. I speak on that a little more. But, you know, it's just letting go of the people around you, you know? And sometimes that is family. Sometimes that's your mama. Sometimes that's your uncle. That's your cousin. That's your sister, you know? But you should be the only one you have something to prove to. Like, simply, if you want to be better, make it a point to do so every day. Don't wait until tomorrow. Do it today and tomorrow. Okay, if you make it a point to be one percent better every day, I think by the end of the year, you're like 20 percent, 26 percent better. And that's from Focal Point, Brian Tracy. I love that book. I read it a couple times, but I truly believe in that. You know, if you do slip and you're not able to, you know, have that one percent in a day or do whatever it is that you plan to change or whatever, don't beat yourself up, but just make it a point to go back and well, the next day and start all over again. You know what I mean? So if you're going to be working out, you know, you missed today and today was your day, do it tomorrow, you know, or just days per se, instead of saying specific days that you're going to go say the amount of these. So you should stand in everything that you do. If you believe in something, know why. If you do not believe in something, know why. With all of the resources we have nowadays i promise you it's still like a little pet peeve to me for somebody that like I, I send them something or i say something they don't know that word they don't know the meaning of it and they say what's that or what does this mean anytime i have that question in my head guess what google i ain't gonna believe everything on google but for the most part you have scholarly articles and all that stuff you can fact check that stuff fact check it right nothing is more rich than a person with wisdom person who can lead and always knows when to follow a person that is a teacher but also humble enough to know he can also be a student if i'm doing something wrong or if i made a mistake and somebody called me on it thanks for catching that i appreciate that don't think just because i'm tone motivates or i'm your supervisor or manager or whatever the case may be that that means oh wow what you talking about oh you can't reprimand it's not reprimanding end of the day we a team so if you could catch me and help me when i'm slipping and i'm doing the same for you then what's the problem? I'm not going to say like, oh my God, well, somebody that I supervise caught a mistake that I made. No, thank you for catching it. I'll fix it. Appreciate it. So all in all, with the clap back, the point is knowing when to maneuver and how, following your intuition, because it will never, ever let you down. Do not just always go with the flow. Stand up for you and those you care for. Wish all the ones that wish you harm well. And at the end of the day, as you're prospering and succeeding, that's all the revenge you should need. And I don't even care if they watching. Somebody probably told them they watching. So whether Keisha watching or not, Keisha friend gonna say she watching. Did you see Tones? You gonna hear about me, baby. 
So keep on hating because no negative energy from anybody that wishes me harm even touches me. All right? So please know when to maneuver and how. Follow your intuition because your intuition comes from within. It doesn't have any outside voices. It's just about whether you're going to follow it or not. And please know it will never let you down. Intuition has literally saved my life a couple times. So I want you to think about that. And as always, always love. To respond to a question, make a suggestion for an episode, to be a guest, or give feedback, reach out to us at info at You can also find us on social media at Tone Motivates, on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and at Shades of Tone underscore podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And as always, you can find us at ToneMotivates.com where all of those links are as well.